What's up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD Podcast. (laughs) Period. I'm just stirring my tea, child. Don't mind me. You might hear my cup clank, but it's just speaking of tea. I need a. I'm past. I try to take my boo boo tea by seven. So So you really take that every day? No, not every day, but I'll do it. Um, if I feel like super bloated. And I want to start to take it, but um, uh, to take it today, but I have a long day tomorrow. Yeah, you don't want to do it. No, honestly, I I don't drink it much. But if I know I'm about to start um and a <clears> movement, <throat> and I feel bloated the day before or the day of, I do it just to do it. Because I, honest to God, growing up, I did have a a, a food processing issue. Let's just say that. Mm. And um, but I've gotten very regular lately. Anyways, all right, that was a wild way to start the episode off. No, it's not. You got a a normal functioning body. I don't, I don't want to hit it, but happy new year. I do because I'd be wanting to know what be going on. Anywho, happy new year. Um, did wow, you want to bring in the new year? Stayed in the house for the second year in a row. This is probably year thirty three in a row for me. Just kidding. <laughs> you know what? I've only I think I've only gone out twice for the new year. I did the peace drop once, and then I went to. A situation that I don't want to repeat because I am still friends with those people and I shouldn't be after that situation. <laughs> Moving on. But I'm um, in charge to the game because I do think they are a decent friend. It just was a very complicated okay. situation. Got you. I get it. Uh, yeah, no, I feel like I went out enough in Atlanta. That was the whole goal of Atlanta to see my people hang out. Cause I think oh, yeah, I did see you. Yeah. Um, I think that that was just my goal in general, just because I was, I, I needed to feel the, the energy from my people, uh, my people, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm here No, just like my friends, my family, I will say that this was the first year, um, that I felt like we had like a really good Christmas. My, my family was there. They all participated. Everybody wore pajamas. Um, we had so much fun. My sister got a new house and it's so nice. It's oh, really? So... Same side of town? Of course. Um, <laughs> That's her hood, honey. My God. I was like, I had to have a talk with her about that because I don't live in Atlanta no more, but it was just so difficult for me to get there because for one, I don't have a car and she lives literally 11 miles from the highway. Oh, that sounds like when I lived in Tucker. That's a, Let me tell you something. That's literally the reason why I'm stuck <laughs> living where I'm living right now. Because I got to be off the highway, and it's got and specifically to eleven miles. I'm not exaggerating. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. That's how to me people who buy a house in South Fulton, like uh, Fairburn, like down there. Yeah, they just want a house to say they. I'm let me not say that. That's not true, because you can get a house out there off the highway. But I've been to some people's houses, like on Buffington Road or whatever. I'm talking about right turn, left turn, right turn, left turn, cul-de-sac, roundabout, right turn, left turn. You see, and 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 hers is literally straight. Like you literally don't go no turns. You just ride straight for eleven miles. I think that's oh my god. I went to somebody's house in Covington before, and it was like that. It's a few places in Atlanta, like well in Georgia, like that. Fayetteville is one of them, and Mabel. That's where she stayed. She stayed like Fayetteville area, Mm -hmm. like yeah, so weird. But um, how how far is her job? What's she doing? She she don't mind. Everything, everything. Their life is on that side of town. My sister been in Clayton County since I was five years old. So her whole I'm life is over there. Investment properties in Clayco, but they actually don't went up a little bit. Yeah, 
So uh, I did enjoy that. I did go out, got some new tattoos. Uh, we went, we had a little grill fiasco with you. Um, yeah. Oh, that video don't went. I got more followers on TikTok than IG. Because TikTok, I don't, it's more interactive. And people it come is. on there for a specific reason. You either laughing or you learning something. People follow for no good reason. I ain't had to prove myself. They're going to be disappointed yeah. when I don't post for another 365 days. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I ain't do nothing. I did go out the next day. I went to this party called the Do Over. Um, and we have those in Atlanta. So I was like, okay. But I remember that I went for my birthday this year. And it was so much fun, and it did not disappoint. It was a day party, which I love. Um, the day parties is like a summertime thing in LA, but that's what we do out here. I gotta consider. I gotta say, we now because I'm a president. But well, you saying that? For, you saying it with your chest after leaving Atlanta? Yeah, I mean, I have to. I live here at this point. I I am one with California. So especially, I got them tags on my car. I live here. I'm a resident. Right. You paid. You paid the price. I paid, literally. I pay, exactly. So yeah. No. So, um, th- that was really, really fun. I really enjoyed myself that day. But, um, today I spent the whole day cause I did clean up before I left Atlanta. But when I came home, I had to unpack, um, I had to like, sort laundry out that I didn't sort before I left. Um, and I didn't clean my room like I wanted to. So today so you I brought the house in, the new year in with a dirty house. Oh, you was dirty. already in California. Okay. I brought the new year in with a dirty room. Mm. Um, but that's okay. The rest of my house was 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 clean. So, but today I just decided to, you know, make sure everything was like extra clean, extra neat. I organized my little uh, closet over here. I went to Target last night, got like some clear bins and just started separating like my makeup. I cleaned out my kit. Only thing I ain't do yet is, I don't know if you can see behind me, my makeup brushes. I can't find my soap. My brush soap. I've been looking for it all over. You know how you clean up so much, you hide shit? Where did I put it? Let me tell you how I lost all my credit cards, including my driver's license, for four days. And on day four, it was under my pillow. In your bed? Alicia. (laughs) Mind you, I keep all of them together in a rubber band. Lily. My whole life, I've kept. I don't even care what I just keep everything bundled together in a rubber band. I went to Publix. I bought some groceries. Right, I, I use a specific credit card. I get home. I look at my purse. I got one credit card in there, and it ain't the one I used at the grocery store. I only went to Publix at home. Lost my stuff. Didn't know where it was at. Literally, did not cancel no cards because I'm like, it's either down the street. Or it's just going to show up somewhere, okay? And uh, it was definitely in my bed. Ask me how it was there for so long, the way I sleep? Don't know. That's crazy. I think that a, a ghost put it there. Because what you mean under my pillow? Not no, that's crazy. But yeah, I definitely have cleaned up and not been there. I actually have um, I have reorganized stuff and Lily couldn't find something specific, like a pair of scissors that I like to use. And, stuff. and that's actually irritating because... What do you, I had, you forget, like you tell yourself, okay, I'm gonna put this right here. So when I'm looking for, I know where to find it. And then you forget right that moment. As soon as you blink your eye, you forget. Yeah. Um, I actually lose my, my, I don't lose my cards, uh, and wallet and stuff like that no more. Like how I used to, but let me tell you something. This is probably the longest I've kept the wallet. Let me knock on wood. I've had this wallet, um, I literally got this wallet. I specifically remember the day. I got this wallet the day after we went to go see Travis Scott at at One Music Fest. Oh yeah, when Future um, Future let us 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that same wallet and everything in it. I have all the same ideas. I still got the same rubber band. That's crazy. Yeah, you I can't but you I remember this one time you sent me a picture of a bag of rubber bands. You said, Look at all these wallets. <laughs> <laughs> and for years people are like, I'm gonna get you a wallet. I'm like, I don't need one. You think I can't get a wallet? I don't I like to carry my stuff like this. It's just, but oh I'm after God. after this. Once Apple allows Georgia to put their driver's license in the wallet app, right now it's only three states. I'm not carrying nothing. I'll carry two cards because if I go to a restaurant, it's difficult to try to use Apple Pay. But other than that, child, I don't want to carry nothing ever again. The shirt I got on right now is so cool, but I'm not leaving the house in the shirt. Like when I bought it, I was in a different mindset, and I was like, you know what, this is kind of cool. I like anything that's rebellious. So even if I don't. I ain't going to say I uh, necessarily don't support it, but if it's going to be, like, something that is going to make people, like, double look sometimes, I'd be like, it's not Yeah, so they think you selling that box. I know, and it's so cool. No, his shirt says like, corny. And okay. it has, like, and it's diamonds, and then it has, like, horns and stuff on it to, you know, it's like an oxymoron, I guess you would say, but I don't want to wear this out the door, so I just took a shower and put this on just now. I had to wash out them cleaning products off my body. I smell like bleach. I've been sorry, cl- cooking sorry, every day, y'all. I'm so proud of myself. So You said what? I've been cooking every day since I've been home. Oh, that's good. You like washing dishes. I cook every I day, really too. I really don't, but you know what? I just bought a whole, like, 100-pack of paper plates. Uh, <laughs> they're not the, the biodegradable ones, but so don't kill me. But, you know. I yeah, know. I, I don't um, be in here by myself. So, I do you I meal know. prep or do you literally cook er, uh, original meal every day? So, I don't. I get tired of food. So, I cook. I, I. It took me a long time to learn how to cook small portions. I know that sounds so crazy, but I always overcook. So, I be having to eat leftovers. Yeah. So now I literally buy stuff. Like tonight, I'm making um, like the thin Korean short ribs. I only got three. Okay. I only got. I literally only got three from from the store, so I'm gonna make that and some rice. Like I'm gonna make it like pepper steak a little bit, some Brussels sprouts. Yeah. But I cook enough just for me, and then like I'll just do shortcuts. That's why I don't make cooking videos no more because I'll just literally season it, wrap it up in foil, and put it in the air fryer. Yeah, sometimes I when I cook, I just do enough to survive. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, anybody like, wants to see this? <laughs> yeah, like I everything I got to be cute in my head. I I think that way just because I do want to kind of start making like cooking videos and stuff. But child, I'm just trying to eat right just now. Just eat so your stomach don't be knocking on the door when you wake up. I yeah. um I had one thing I will say about living alone. A lot of food definitely gets wasted, even if you don't intend for that to happen, um, because the way certain food goes bad so fast. Or um, just, just I mean, really, just that. So you'll buy something and you want to hold. You you can get like, like I got some, a big bag of Brussels sprouts the other day. You can't just get Brussels sprouts at, at least not at Publix. I'm sure if I go to Whole Foods or somewhere else or a farmers market, but a bag of Brussels sprouts like two, three dollars or whatever the case is. But I'm probably gonna eat some Brussels sprouts for maybe three days and I'm gonna be over it. So now the rest of those Please. Brussels sprouts they go <laughs> bad, they get soggy in the refrigerator, or I can cook them and they still gonna do that anyway because they gotta go back in the refrigerator. So it's one of those things where you gotta um i'm gonna start shredding them in a food processor and then maybe i can freeze them i doubt you can freeze i was them. just about to say that um i do I, now i freeze my own fruit 
I go to the farmer's market and um, since I go to like the little local one, I don't know if that make a difference or not, but your food be going bad in three days. So yeah, like, when I go- it's not, it's not GMO. It's, not, it's, it's straight out the room. Yeah. So it be going bad like three, four days. So what I do is I just, if I buy fruit, I'll just keep out what I want and then literally freeze. Like I have a huge bag where I just dump frozen fruit in there. So I have like pineapple, berries, all kind of berries stuff in there. And I just throw it in a smoothie thing. So I always have fruit for a smoothie because of that. Yeah. So that's start doing that with my, breast fruit, with my food, with my vegetables as well. But the problem is when it comes to stuff like cabbage and Brussels sprouts, when you freeze it and you try to thaw it out, it is a weird texture. Yeah, exactly. That's why I, I just like thought that. about I only freeze kale. Kale freezes well. Yeah, kale, spinach, corn, carrots, stuff like that. Yes. The thick but, stuff. Yeah, but like leafy stuff, like real thin leafy stuff, cabbage and all that stuff, it turns slimy. Like green beans, no. Ugh. Yeah, unless you throw it, maybe if you throw it in a smoothie, but I feel you. So um, let's get into this week's episode. Who you got for Black Bins of the Week? So on the topic of food, uh, I've been like really enjoying cooking lately. So I follow this chef. His name is Brandon Goeva. Um, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, I used to, what's so crazy is I used to be friends with him on MySpace. So he kind of like, I don't know him per se. I never met him. I never met him before. He was a MySpace freak. Okay. She's a MySpace freak. Well, <laughs> so I met him. Uh, well, I, let me stop saying I met him. I haven't met him. Um, I know him from social media, from my from MySpace. And then, like, he, like, resurfaced recently, and I follow him on Instagram. And he lives out here in L.A., so I've seen him a few times out. Um, but he is a chef, and I get a lot of my, like, cooking and drink ideas uh, from him. What I do love about him that makes him different from other chefs is that he gets creative with his food, but it's not like in like a do too much way. And what I mean by that is that people get on Instagram and they come up with their own recipes, get creative. But usually I'm always seeing stuff like Hennessy lamb chops, Hennessy hot, hot honey. <laughs> and it's lamb like, does this even taste good? And I, I respect that because realistically, it probably do. I ain't never had it. But that doesn't sound like something that I want to make. And so he he makes stuff like garlic sweet potato mash. Mm, okay, yeah. Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I'm like, wait a minute. I never thought to use sweet potatoes in that way or make them savory instead of sweet. Um, so I really do like how clean his food looks. I like how um, he makes a lot of stuff from scratch. Like, I even... Uh, made some cranberry sauce from his recipe for Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving this year I did. But um, yeah, check him out. He is a professional chef. Everything looks good to me. When you say professional chef, does that mean he went to a chef school? Yeah. Or is he okay? Because mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm really hated the people who call themselves chefs and they don't even have the accreditation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually a chef. Like he's a real chef. Good now, job. Now, yeah. yeah, that's the, and he is also a content development chef for a brand called uh, Meter Made. Okay, it's like, like a, they give you a ticket? Meter as in meat. So it's like, Ooh, I like M-E-A-T-E-R. So what it is, it's a thermometer for your meat so you can never go wrong if his, you know, see if your meat is done or not. So he is like a content creator because his food looks so, like, I think that 
it's not even a food for real because a lot of stuff he make is like very basic or just like traditional stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the photos. Yeah, that's what that's. I mean, that's really. And to think about the restaurants you go to and the most mid place you plate you had and how pretty it was plated. Yeah, like he he come like the way he be dressing up his food. I just be like, okay. So um, yeah, Brandon, if you listening to this episode, please be my friend. So whenever you have uh, dinners and stuff, I can be invited. I will bring whatever I need. Uh, but yeah. All right. Uh, I think I sent it to you. I, I sent it to you again, but his yeah, his Instagram handle is Brandon Goeva. I hope I'm not butchering his name, but I think maybe it's Gove or something like that. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so um I'll put the information in the episode notes as always. Um <sighs> what in the world do we want to start off with first? First of all, first of the all, first of all, first of all. Let me just say rest in peace to Gangsta Boo. Oh, my God. I've been blasting 3-6 ever since that day. I forgot how. Oh, my God. I'm not the type to get involved in long relationships. Why? Take you slapping by your gifts. I'm sorry. I'm not on that, too. That was spitting. Let me tell you. So, I had a. um, So, first of all, let me just start off by saying that I and I, I can have my nephew and nieces vouch for me on this because they used to get sick of me. I used to play 3-6 Mafia so much when I was in middle school, like 6th, 7th grade. I should not have been listening to that stuff because <laughs> they were definitely rapping about, like, drug usage and sex. That's the first time I ever heard of somebody getting a butt ate, and it was a dude. Like, Project Pat was rapping. I learned about lean because of them. Yes, everything. Like, and, and now and looking it, back, I learned about cocaine too, but didn't even realize. It. Yeah, no, for real. And the thing about them is, they rapped about doing the drugs, not selling. Openly, them. they was not. Using yeah, they was. They was not hiding nothing. Yeah, uh, I've always had like a level of respect when it came to Gangsta Boo in the chat because they were literally who they are. They, a lot, I think, the problem that I have, I don't even have a problem with it, but I think that people feel you a little more when. You can the raps that you're talking about. That's that's really your life. Yeah, I think yeah. that's why people people like the city girls are so successful is because you believed them. Yeah, they no, really like they tell a story. Yeah, they tell them they tell them a story that they actually went through and that that kind of that you know helps you relate to them. I think that that's what Gangsta Boo did. She literally rapped about her life, her image, everything about her, which is very authentic and true to Memphis and that whole style and everything. And she never changed that. I remember when I was, it was in 2010 or 11, I did my first celebrity client. It was Iggy Azalea. Right. And so when I did her, I did her makeup for a show. She performed at Graveyard, which is no longer in Atlanta sucks, but uh, she performed at Graveyard Tavern. They always had like little, local underground artists perform there and what's so crazy is and i thought this was so insane and i was kind of pissed off but whatever um gangsta boo opened for her and at the time iggy azalea wasn't like a big artist wow i'm, I'm looking like this the legend right here, boo. yeah like what is going on but anywho when she got off the stage because we ended up going to the show me and zay we went to the show after i did her makeup and like I had at the time I had I was smoking weed and so Gangsta Boo got off the stage and literally walked over to where I was and passed me her blunt. Now I smoked it. Um, Did it smoke I you? Didn't have. 
I probably shouldn't have just because I don't really be knowing what people put in their blood. There's no shade to her or no shade to whatever, but I know now that I'm way more cautious about doing stuff like that. But I th- that's just a cool moment. I that feel I it though. I feel you. It's like if Snoop Dogg was smoking. It's like yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like if Rihanna offered me a puff of her blood. I'm not saying no. Yeah. God forbid that it's cracking there, but I'm gonna just start go to rehab when I leave. Or or ask for some more. No, I I understand that. I um so, man, I don't I don't realize how much. I mean, I I definitely was sixth seventh grade. I definitely was like peak three six mafia for sure. And I remember when um Peppermint Music was in Greenbrier and they were gonna they were either gonna do a CD signing at Peppermint or it was gonna be a circus city, but I think it was Peppermint. And so I had planned to go and I had cut out this picture of them from like a magazine. I think it might have been like Ebony or something like that. And I I was like, this is how my mind I've always been like obsessive about details. I had cut out a silhouette of them glued it to a piece of construction paper so it can be sturdy so it can last for a long time and then the rest of the paper above the silhouette that i glued it to was gonna be where they signed they stay oh that's fine <laughs> but that's i never fine. got a chance to make it i hate that though looking back that's it's just so funny though because i really had a plan but i man you three cents got a catalog man i don't feel like Literally. i've even given them much att- enough deserved attention over the last several years no, like for real, for real, if you even, a lot of the songs that are remade and I always name Project Pat when I'm naming my favorite rappers, because I always listen to Project Pat, yeah. but a lot of their music and the style, like even when Megan had first came out, that's what made me like her is because she rapped similar to what, how they did, like they, her, her like approach to rap and her, her, uh, her accent i guess you can say it sounded very very similar that, to that. yeah and so even even the way they say they words because people from memphis and, and houston and dallas they kind of have like the same that her gar what you know stuff like that they talk like that so i don't know i just i know that a lot of the music that come out now is sampled from them juicy j project pat uh all these different people. So just to see this happening, it was just so random and sudden. That just just insane. And it's crazy because wasn't it last week that she dropped the song with um, Glorilla and Lotto? Literally, literally, that's crazy. Literally, literally, like she had just dropped the song. I, um, what's so crazy is I, after I found well, I found out that she passed. I just started looking up like interviews with her, and I watched an interview with her. Um, talking about Glorilla and her friends and just how much she supported them and how like they reminded her of them. Like when they came up and her friends and her, she was like, it was just me and chat for the longest coming out of Memphis. And you know, she doing it the right way. And I love what she doing. She's so humble. I like her friends and da da da. She was like naming all of them. So she really do, you know, support them. I think that's very important. Yeah, especially, I mean, given the time. I'm so yeah. grateful I got a chance to see 3-6 perform at One Music Fest. Uh, I think that was 2019. Um, yeah. I only got, like, one short clip, and she's in it, but she ain't rapping, but I'm glad I got it at least, because I'm like, dang, I don't even know if that opportunity would have ever came up. Because I think they had, they was beefing. They wasn't even doing shows together. Who? Wasn't 3-6 beefing? Or she was beefing with yeah. them? Yeah, I, the... the... Yeah, they not they not um I don't know if they were necessarily beefing, but they weren't on good terms for Yeah, the that's long what I mean, long. yeah. Yeah, they weren't on good terms for the longest. I think that her and the chat always been in a good space, but I know that they did have like some mess 
Miss going on. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Gangsta Boo. It's really sad, though, because, you know, music has changed so much. And I mean, there might be some people that would say that out of Saturday next, say something like, Three Six Mafia isn't relevant, but obviously it's relative to how old you are. But to me, yeah. Three Six passing made me think about like all my favorite artists. Like, dang, like we everybody's getting older, and not that she died at old age, but it's like it's just weird. It's just like, dang, I was a child listening to their yeah. music, and they were like superstars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can listen to Three Six catalog, and you can literally hear the quality of the music change as they got bigger and bigger. Like they had the basement yeah. sound and audio. And they had- I don't even think that people realize like how big Juicy J is as a as a producer, yeah, as yeah, a, yeah, a songwriter, and just as an artist in general. Um, a lot of people from this generation don't even know his prior work. Hasn't he produced for Megan? He pro- yes, he produced for a lot of people, like yeah. big name artists. Like he's done songs with Katy Perry, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. different types of people. So it's like. I'm glad that he's able to thrive and and still have a career. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, I like, wow. I just didn't realize, like, for the longest, like, damn, like, they have a really big impact on the music industry, especially yeah, southern, really southern music. Memphis, Memphis always had the talent too. But that's yeah. it's that recipes gangster boo definitely um, an icon from for especially for this generation and even the generation before because we were kids and they was been they was been stamped. Exactly. All I got to say is don't let that happen to Trina. Y'all need to give Trina her roses. Baby. Oh, my. Don't oh. say that. Can you take that back? I'm just saying. The I'm way. just saying in general, I don't need that to happen. Or like, But I like, think Trina gets her flowers, though, I will no, say. No, not enough. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, but from the perspective <laughs> of who? The younger generation? Because I don't think that counts. From rap in general. I feel like it's so many people that speak up for people from from who impacted the industry from back in the day and all this other stuff. And I feel like Trina is never in a part of the conversation, especially with the older women too. Cause she, it's not even that Trina was one of those people who just was not in the conversation. She did songs with all of y'all. And so Mm. when y'all be bringing her name up and stuff like that, I mean, when y'all bring up people's names and like the impact, y'all never bring her up. And I remember this one. and, And I remember this one time I felt very, weird about this um trina and Nicki minaj's relationship with each other now they're cool they both sagittarius so they probably can relate to each other but it was this one time they had the bmi awards in miami and they were doing a tribute to Nicki minaj and had trina doing it excuse me i mean is that bad though are you are you you trina to do i I get what you said why would you ask trina to do to yeah I she literally got on the stage. She did. She literally got on the stage and performed "Moment for Moment for Life." Oh, Nicki Minaj yeah. song for I mean, Nicki. Nicki in the audience. Them. It was so weird. Like that yeah. was just so weird. I can specifically remember like one of the earlier songs from Nicki Minaj, um, "The Lie." I wish I had a booty like Trina. This is before she got her butt done. So mm-hmm. this was like way. That just blew me. I'm sorry. I'm. I wouldn't. And and maybe I'm thinking too deep into it or whatever. Yeah, but I don't think it's a big deal. But I do understand what you're saying. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I don't like that. They be trying you to look. Like, this is, this is, you know, I've been seeing Trina since Trina been Trina. I remember. That's, what, great. I, that's what I'm saying. I remember. I re, even. I ain't gonna call them names, but I remember it was some people I ain't f with like that. 
But we had to sit at the lunch table together in sixth, seventh grade. And I remember when that one Trina verse came out, if he can't achieve it up, then eat it up, put the cherry on top, whip. They kept, they were singing that every day. That was, they were singing that every day. That made me go home and listen to it. Because what are y'all singing? What are y'all singing? Oh, all y'all know the song. Oh my God. I love Trina. I love Trina down. I got some really good pictures of her. One time she opened up for Monica, two of my girlies. But um, but yeah, man, I agree. But I, I can understand that. Definitely give Trina her flowers. I guess it don't look like that to me because I I that's my girl. She ain't never got to speak another word. I'm going to still be speaking all the words she ever spoke. <laughs> first of all, first of all, you've been quoting that same Trina line for the past 14, 15 years. This is insane. The same one. Out the blue. Unsolicited. All right. Like, the female rappers. Tory Lanez was found guilty for shooting. Well, let me let me be correct. Come Tory on. Lanez was found guilty in relation to the shooting of Megan Thee Stallion. The only reason why I say that is because this was Tory Lanez versus the state of California. And it was not, did you shoot Megan Thee Stallion? And this is not trying to be opposition. I'm just telling y'all what the court said. He got charged okay. for possession of a, of a gun. He got charged for shooting irresponsibly. And he got, he got charged with somebody getting hurt or shot as a result of shooting irresponsibly. Um, I must say, I did not read those charges until he was found guilty. And I think that it would have changed my irritation with the case from day one, because for me, I felt like they were trying to prove that Tory shot Megan Thee Stallion. And in reality, it was not that exactly, not literally. Um, and even now, I'm even more confused because I listened to that that um, jail call with Tori and Kelsey. And before, when the case ended, I felt like Kelsey shot the gun, but then hearing the jail call, I'm like, well, did she? I she don't know. I don't think she did. And let me tell you, what, what sealed it for me was the photos because now that this evidence is coming out, everything that Kelsey said in that first deposition or whenever, whenever she did her first statement, mm-hmm. it looked true. Yeah. Now, when she was saying that he pulled her hair, he drugged her, she literally had bu- bruises all yeah. over her oh, body. I, thought, I just thought it was a couple of days ago. Yeah, I, that was my first time seeing her that. Her knees were scraped up, bruises from like her thighs, her her shin, her arms. Her hair was literally pulled out of her scalp. Mm-hmm. So everything that you said the first time, that had to be it's true. Definitely giving paid off because why? Yeah. That's but that's why I didn't understand why even Megan was protect. I mean, now looking at the charges, I could see why Megan may have felt like it wasn't necessary to share those details <clears throat> about the fight. Even though I don't think it was helpful in the public eye, even though the public wasn't a decision maker in this case. But um, but even Kelsey, I'm like, wow, you definitely got paid off. Cause what are you doing? See, that 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 proved everything. Yeah, and that, I agree. And that, for me. Yeah, for I me, agree. I feel the same way. He literally said in that thing like, "Oh, he shot over the the door four times." Blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tori shot it. I'm sorry, he did it. Yeah, I, he definitely said, did. And, and he and he has a background of him being so violent. aggressive and yeah. violent and Little abusive. That this is literally like, how can you not think that this man did that? Yeah, well, I agree. I never doubted that he did it, but I definitely was team I wasn't there, so we're going to wait till the court case roll out. But I feel like I learned more after the case than during the darn trial. That evidence was yeah. insane. Even like I'm the glad party. they didn't release it until after. The, it's annoying that they didn't, but at the same time, it's glad I'm glad that they didn't because 
People are already. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know where I stand on that because I think that I feel like they should have because that would have probably saved face from Megan because she she just didn't want him to go to like you know she was trying to keep it low key because I think her doing that was her acknowledging her her involvement in the situation because if I didn't do anything or if I didn't have nothing to do with it, take it, take them out, take them out of here. Yeah, but she you she was like, even though it escalated to where it did. I know where I stand in this situation. So for me, I'm just going to. I get what you're saying. It's real, like, you know? if you feel like if she was just like a random girl walking down the street and she got shot, and it's like, get him out of here. But because it was like a multi layered situation that occurred, yeah. I feel like she probably was just like, you know what? And she didn't want that. She knew how how much that would be impacting on yeah. her career and her, you know what I'm saying? So she I, tried I to keep it. That you know, behind, so that's probably why, but I know she probably just sitting back looking at Kelsey like, you just... Yeah, Kelsey is not a good friend. Megan isn't either no shade. Well, she wasn't a good friend to Kelsey. Let me not say that. I don't know how she is with her other friends. Yeah. Um, But it's a terrible situation. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm glad that it's over, and I'm very interested in seeing... I, when, when is his sentence in, like, the 16th or something like that? Oh, I ain't, I'm done He's with definitely it. Definitely I, I ain't even... I look at it on... uh. Um, I listen to listen at it on the iPod. <laughs> on the iPod, yeah, it's crazy it. though. But yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, I definitely feel like I um I didn't even I I don't, I wonder why the DA thought. I guess it's I don't know maybe because he was on probation. I don't know. Either way, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad that he was found guilty because now it's very clear um of his involvement in the situation. Seeing that video of Megan and Amalam's crying was very sad. I can't even lie to you. I'm like, dang, this is crazy. This is. You know what I'm saying? But as far as me, I, I'm just glad it's over. No shade to nobody involved. Yeah. I am a, a justice for Megan. I hope that she is able to recover from this, like, literally. Uh, Baby, when she pop out, it's going to be up. Uh, yeah, and then she just won a first round in that other case, too, because they weren't trying to count her mixtape as an album, which it was, because it was, to me, a mixtape is when you use other people's beats. Or if you like, you know what I'm saying? Like that whole thing was was. Yeah, the fact that mixtapes can be found on um, DSPs now is weird because it's some future mixtapes. I literally had to download that Piff or whatever the other apps is to down to to listen to. So I feel like if it's on Apple Music, it's an album. Yeah, and he was trying to deny that Carl was just because he was trying to, of course, prolong her contract. But the court said, "Baby, it's an album." Drop, yeah. leave her alone because she had a five album um contract mm-hmm. with him and that was the one trauma zine was her last one with him yeah so, he and she really that. she could literally get on a track and say bye and that junk gonna go quadruple platinum so he really want whatever and i think it's probably best that she don't drop music until after this trial just so oh, he yeah, don't get, get no benefits off of it she, been ho- she, she kept saying that too she was just like she was telling her fans like once this is over we gonna you know i just don't want to be wasting all my good stuff on this. Yeah, so I'm just I agree. To I some agree. Stuff out, you know? The last album actually was fire. Um, but yeah, it really is sad. I don't wish you know getting shot on no goddamn body. I'm glad it was not worse than it was. Um, because we could literally be talking about what used to be, and for that mm. reason, I am grateful. So, all right, I got a long list of of notes here. I don't know what you got, but I oh, um. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Or did the train of thought lose you? The train was I silent or was I <laughs> silenced? 
Y'all remember that fake doctor? That did, that did. <laughs> I knew you was about to say something about that. Yeah, man, I'll be getting two years in jail. Well, some people, for some people, being a criminal is unavoidable. Like, he literally is a lifetime scammer, and he's been there since he was a, a kid. That's crazy. If y'all don't recall, Dr. Love actually opened up a, a doctor's office. I think it was in Florida and was actually seeing patients. Yep. And then he got out of jail and now he's in prison. He just got sentenced to two years for uh, basically he was working for a, like a trucking company. And instead of transferring the payments for these clients to the company account, he was transferring them to his account. I just found out recently that um, the some luxury apartments in Atlanta, they the people be renting out empty units and taking the rent money through cash out. Yeah, you didn't know that people be selling keys. I literally know someone who's probably listening to this show right now who did that. And w- and and when they finally got caught, when they got caught, the, the rent office had to treat them as squatters. They couldn't even make them get out yet. They had to actually evict them, which bought them like another 60 days. That's fine. My thing is when people do that for real, for real, how long... You got to be living life on a run. Because how long you think you're going to get away with that? Yeah. Um, Empty units is and, and you can't have no furniture. Because ain't no way in hell you're going to be having four-month apartments like that and have a lot of furniture. Exactly. And this has to be happening at, like, privately owned apartments. Because companies, you think of, like, MAA or Post or whoever, they have software. Like, is there, like, not – is there a way for them to override the vacancy? Like, I don't understand. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people be. I know a, a maintenance man sold him some keys. Now, I don't know how they were paying. I feel like they pay him a one time fee. I'm not sure, but you know, you can get electricity and stuff turned on. You don't need no lease, you just need an address. So, um, <clears throat> where do I even start? So, the other day I was on Facebook and I saw a post about, um, about some, uh, about Barbara prices, right? Mm-hmm. And for for me personally, I was looking at it like this is cheap. It just you know adult cuts fifty dollars, adult lineup twenty five dollars. What you know in my head, I'm like, wow, this is really cheap. Because when I was in Atlanta, now granted, I went to a barber that cut like NBA players, rappers, all these type of people. So I knew that the price was going to be a little bit more expensive. But I knew that I wanted my hair cut a certain type of way. I like my beard cut a certain type of way. My barber was from Philly. And if you are familiar with men from Philly, a lot of them have beards. So that's why the the beard thing is very, very, very important to people from Philly. And he cut crazy. He insane. And he was older. My barber was 50 years old. He's been in this game for a long time. He know my face. Exactly. He he cut my hair for 10 years. So I've been th- with him through about seven or eight price changes over the over the time. But I never really complained because I get it. Like as you get better, as you start to be less accessible, you're not gonna be running to $20 haircuts when you got people paying you two thousand dollars for for a haircut. Now, granted. He's not charging me the 2K, but that's just what they're paying for that service. You know, he getting them, he, they fly him out to the arenas to cut the, the bar players after the game or before the game or whatever they be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. stuff like that. But he know that he come back home, ain't nobody spending that type of bread. But of course, $80, $90, people can can afford that. I'm fine with that. I will pay that. I will pay you a deposit, whatever. 
And it sparked up a really big debate on Facebook. First of all, and this is no shade to anybody who uses Facebook on a regularly, but I do realize that Facebook is a dated app. Like people on there are usually not really up to date on a lot of things. Now, granted, I do learn a lot of stuff from Facebook or learn about a lot of stuff on Facebook, but Facebook reminds me of like your hometown. Like yeah, 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 like yeah. everybody that just never left your hometown. It's the people you don't see as active on the other apps. <laughs> yeah, like that's what it gives to me. So yeah, when I, 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 I don't know what world they're living in, but people were really attacking me for posting that, talking about they would never pay $50 for a haircut. I'm like, what year are you living in? Because people were literally saying like, oh, I paid $20, $25 for a haircut. Here's the thing. Now, I kept trying to explain to them, like, just how grocery stores, gas stations, all these all these places that we need, those are <clears throat> businesses that we need, and the prices are going up. So if somebody whose full-time job is a, a barber, of course, if things are getting more expensive, then you're going to have to raise your prices you know, or whatever. You cannot tell me that in 2023 now that uh, people are legit paying $20 a haircut and living off of that without, i.e. selling drugs on the side or whatever they side hustle is. Let me not just assume that they sell drugs, but I'm just giving you an option because I know a lot of of barbers back in the day that were selling weed on the low. Yeah. But, um, you know, and it frustrates me because I don't, I feel like when it comes to those type of uh, things, um, from my experience, a lot of people don't take that serious because it, it's looked at as a hobby just because we enjoy it and it looks fun. Like, oh, we're doing hair or makeup or whatever. But this is our life. Like, just because we have a job that we didn't have to go and get, we didn't have to go to school for eight years for it doesn't mean that we're not deserving of that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if we're being honest, this is this service is something that you is optional. You don't have to go to a barber. At all. They sell clippers it's the convenience at the that you're paying for. Yes. You don't have to do that. You can you can go to the beauty supply store or a, a Walmart, whatever, get you some clippers, get you some razors. You can even buy the hair fibers yourself if you if it's given Beijing, beer, whatever. All of that is sold in stores. You can get it for under $100, and now you got free haircuts for life. I know people like that. I know people who literally, I have a friend who literally started a barber career like that because he didn't want to pay a barber. He learned how to cut his own hair, and he got so good at it that he started cutting his friend's hair, and then boom, now he's a whole barber making money. So I don't, I hate that people always diminish that, like like when it comes to, those things. Now, granted, I do feel like some people do be just taxing just because, and then they are not professional. The tools be dirty. They're never on time for their appointments. Um, they smell bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I pay I attention to stuff like that because I've had so many barbers that I've, like, gotten my hair cut and they finger stink. Ew. And you have to, like, touch my balls. You see what I'm saying? So it, it's like, it's so many different things. That I would not be paying you $120 and you can't even go wash your hands at the sink before you cut, cut my hair or wear gloves. Yeah. So it's, you know, and I get it. I don't know. I just don't think that it's fair that people do or say things like that, um, considering the fact that we have to live life. Like we can't, I understand that you probably don't want to pay more than this. I get it. 
we don't I don't want to spend money on nothing. If I could just exist for free, I would. I mean, I can't. I, I agree. I understand. So as a woman, there are so like I don't know about men specifically, but women, we have almost hundreds, if not thousands, of different hairstyles we can get. And the prices vary dramatically. And half the time it's not even based on how long it takes to do the style. It's just what people want to charge. So yeah. when I was in high school, obviously that was back in 07 when I graduated from high school. I can get a silk press for $35, $45. $45 was on the high end. And so today I pay a hundred dollars. I pay double what I did 10, 14 years ago. I would be dead wrong to, I shouldn't even feel right paying my hairstyle $50 for a silk print. And on top of that, this is what it is. This is what I I think it is. So number one, I, it's not a regulated industry, right? So people really can truly charge what they want. Now, if you don't like what they charge and just don't go to them, good luck. Just try to find somebody else that offers a level of service that you do like, right? But there is a quality and skill set where you just kind of got to like, come on now. Like, okay, in Atlanta, it's a, this is the thing with Atlanta. It's so many people doing the same stuff that people are, they see you charging one thing. They want to charge two regardless of the quality of service. And so all I'm basically what I'm trying to say is you have to consider the supply. Like you said, the supplies, where they doing hair at, the quality of service. Are they on time? Are they on, are they professional? Do you get what you're looking for? Do they listen to what you got to say? And if you feel like they charging too much, then I just don't, Cut it what I, I, feel like I'm, I think I'm having a brain fart right now. What basically ha- people that provide those type of services des- deserve to live a quality life. Now it's not up to me to count their pockets to say, Oh, like for example, people can say, Oh, the average cost of living in Atlanta is this, isn't that. I don't, I'm not going to be like, Oh, she should only charge this much because the average rent is this much. Whatever that person feels like they should charge is what they're going to charge. Now, whether you pay or not is between you and bank of America, Chase or Wells Fargo, whoever else you with. But I just think that you just kind of, I don't know. I just don't think it's fair to tell people it is. I have a right to be irritated because everybody high. But I also have yeah. to respect that people are charged what they feel their service is worth. Even if it's not really worth that, if it wasn't worth it, I wouldn't be paying a cheap price. Yeah, like <clears throat> I don't know. Like I I literally I don't I don't even want to name prices. Because, because people can name it on price that people don't like it. Because if there was like a law that said fifty dollar haircuts, yes. I, I think that's what it is, but people do things off of what they deserve. Okay, I'll drive this certain this certain car, not saying that that's your fault or that you should pay for it, but I also provide a service and the professionalism for this service. I went to get training for this. Like it's different. Yes, with and if you've been doing it for a long time. If you have like, like I, I do feel like as if, if I was somebody that provided a service, I would consider my skill set, my experience, what I have to offer. Um, but I, and, and, and then if I got to a point where I've been doing hair or whatever service for so long and I have a consistent clientele, I might go up and not really care about retaining clients because I have yeah. my people that come to me. But unfortunately, people see that, uh, that that people with tenure are charging a certain amount and they want to charge it too. And that's just the world we in. Not saying it's okay because I don't think it's fair. But again, booking with them is what enables them to continue to charge those prices that you feel are not fair. Somebody yeah. feels that way. That is okay. Yeah, it's lame. I, I I just don't. I don't. I hate that. I love to. And, and the thing about it is. Um, what I see a lot when it comes to people in the beauty industry, um, the barbers, 
get treated so bad because like it's easy for you to see like a girl on Instagram that sell hair and is a hairstylist and she balling, drive a G wagon, got this, got whatever, and people like inspired by that. But the moment that it's a barber, they be like, they think a haircut. How long does it take to get a haircut? Like, a, like if you didn't have if you didn't have locks, how long does that take? 30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes. It doesn't take that long. So I think people are upset that folks are getting $50, a, 50, $100 an hour. Now I do. Now I pay more for my haircut because I get enhan- enhancements. I'm allergic to hair dye, so I can't dye my beard gray. So I get like, um, I get like hair fibers and I get like dye airbrushed onto my fucking thing. So I think the problem is people are counting their pockets. That's really what it is. It, it is. It is. And people do me like that. I remember, I specifically remember, and and my have the tables a turn because baby, they damn sure paid their price. <laughs> but um, I was, I spent Christmas Eve one year with a very, very, very popular reality star from um, one of the Bravo shows and also another well-known person. I got invited through that person. So it was just us three. And we got on a conversation of makeup and how much uh, how much I charge. Now, at that time, this was years ago. Mm-hmm. At that time, I was charging $125 for a face. Now, at that time, I'm like, that's decent. That's good because... I feel like I feel like I'm making enough and it's not like too much over what you know most people are charging. It was around the same, whatever. These folks was chastising me so bad at that table. Like they was going back and forth talking about, oh, I would never pay over sixty dollars for a beat. Great. Don't book me. I would never pay that. Ain't nobody paying that in Atlanta. I go to so-and-so. He do all these celebrities and he only charged me fifty dollars. I'm like, well, that's him. I said, I'm not going back what does that look like imagine working at a job and getting paid the same thing year over year i just now this is what i will say i do think that why i'm sorry did i cut you off no you didn't okay i do think that as you continue to do hair cut hair all that stuff over or do makeup over time you will get better but i think that i just i just 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 charge what you want. Do it yourself or get somebody else. You to are do literally it. paying for the convenience. When I go to get my hair done, let's say I'm getting braids, I got my work computer in there. I'm knocking out meetings. I'm getting stuff taken care of. If I got to do my own hair, my arms cramping up. I got to reach over my head. I got to set up a bunch of mirrors. I, I do. I genuinely get it because I am a consumer and I have complained about prices a million times. But just like I complain, I just kept swiping. I just that's really what it is. It's like it's like people in corporate world. People get into these interviews and they ask for crazy amounts of money. And I'm not totally against that because if people have a budget and they're willing to pay it, then they will pay it. But if you don't have the experience needed for that job, you can't get mad if they don't want to pay it. It's the same thing is in that industry. If if they got the budget to pay for your service, then they're gonna pay it. But if they don't feel like your service is worth paying that much, then they're not gonna pay you. It's just that's just what it is. Yeah. I get I it though. People. And in Atlanta, it's so easy to come by that because so many people here suck in the customer service department. I think that inc- that adds to the anger. But I read them comments and every last per- one of them people in them comments got nerve. I'm like, of course, of course. Me. <laughs> Me. I'm like, why am I here? Like, why did I why am I even responding to this stuff? I just didn't like I didn't. 
Yeah. And I also feel like, and I mean, I'm not totally against it. Some people feel like they shouldn't charge a certain amount if they're doing a service out of their home. But I have been to some people's home where they have converted their home into the salon. And it's like, what, besides the fact that they sleep here, like, what exactly is the problem? My girl Sky and Sky did it. Baby, she got a legit salon in her house. Like, I swear to God, like, it's actually a salon. Like, that junk is so fine. I'm like, dang, am I at a salon loss or? Like you literally wouldn't even know But I have also gone to people's house Where there was roaches crawling out of a box of pizza Where they was yelling at their kids Arguing with their baby daddy There was an actual fight going on outside the front door So you know I just think You know I say all this rambling to say If if it ain't worth it don't pay it That's it You're acting like I'm forcing you To pull the money out your pocket And hold you at gunpoint Right. Don't Why do you think companies here. have these big sales? They need to get rid of inventory. They went down on the price because they need you to buy it. The same thing I, I have having clients telling me my price is too low. How is the how is the person paying me telling me I ain't trying? There's to always money? somebody willing to pay the price. That's what it is, and it and it, you can't expect to be the people you know. Thank God my hairstylist um has a good consistent clientele. She ain't one of them. She don't do the gimmicks and all that. But I yeah. tip her even when her prices go up because she is literally the best natural hairstylist I've ever gone to in my life, and I mean that. Mm. All right. What else want to ask this topic before we wrap this thing up? Um, I ain't really got nothing else to add. I just want to tell y'all to stop. <laughs> We've had this conversation a few years ago when um, Super and all of them got online and they were discussing the makeup artists and how much they were willing to pay and all this other whole stuff. time they were paying for ads. They getting paid for ads and they want them to cut a check. Y'all be getting paid $32,000 to go stand in a section in the club and pop bottles. Mm-hmm. So and get that late. $32,000. I don't mean hundred. Yeah, I believe I mean thousands. So I'm not complaining about that. I actually, I actually be like charge more because I watch people like, Kim Kardashian in her early stages, she was charging five hundred thousand dollars to host a party Jeez, in the club nice. like that. Someone Jada if I just and all get paid that. Let me know how much money them clubs be bringing in. Cause what? <laughs> yes, they, they. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm saying. Black people are deserving of that as well. Yeah, you right. Period. I mean, unfortunately, that's that thing, not... people do not want to see because they don't. They don't. They undermine the cosmetic services. So they don't. These folks would not look like this. They would be art. the stars who they are if they did not have the right team, and yeah. and no, you right. have to I pay agree. for the look. I agree, and it's literally a skill. It's a, I could barely wash my own hair. You think I'm about to trip? I have paid my hairstylist forty dollars to wash my hair before I go get braids. Like, I watch. I I watch one of my friends sit here and like, like I have friends on E scale. So I have a friend that's a DJ, and he gets paid four fifty to five hundred an event. And I also have another friend who gets paid seventeen thousand dollars to DJ for two hours. Guess what? Literally, they, they hey, they proved themselves. You see what when I'm saying? Start talking about what set you apart. You better have your your spiel ready. You just move on. You just in the wrong room. Yeah. And then like another thing is when people see that you do elevate to those spaces and get in those rooms and get around those people and you start making that amount of money or you start being around people who, you know, are big in the industry or whatever the case may be, people always like, oh, I guess you only do celebrities or you, I guess you only do blah, blah, blah. And it's like, 
no, but this is the type of money that I want to make, and that's yeah. how I got to make it. So what is the problem? Why is it that? It, why is that an issue, though? I will say it does seem like certain people only service celebrities only because there was a point where we were not able to access the same hairstyles and makeup artists that celebrities could access. So I think that yeah. sometimes people might think that, like, if I didn't know you, I would definitely think that. And uh, but you know, obviously, I know better now. But I, 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 I can get why people think that. I will be honest, and I also think that they might feel like, oh, your prices must be insane if you um mostly work with celebrities and stuff like that. But it's just because we just were waiting few those people. Just ask. It's True, you're right. You're right. Just ask. But yeah. I think we're in a just ask climate now. But in reality, looking back, we was not about to get Tina Knowles to make us no bodysuit. Okay. <laughs> Um, so something I want to talk about, this is not really a topic per se, but I've mentioned it on my Instagram before, but I want to talk to people about high yield savings accounts. So, um, a lot of people, they talk about building up their savings and have money put to the side. They sitting on all this money. And a lot of times they have that money sitting in a checking account with their bank, like Wells Fargo, Chase, Bank of America, yada, yada, yada. Um, but high yield savings accounts are typically an online based savings account that accrues dramatically more interest than a than a um a, a regular traditional bank so for example uh wells fargo return int- return rate could be 0.04 percent which means i could i don't and these numbers could be actually i'm gonna actually go to my instagram highlights oh okay i'm not gonna tell you how much money is in this account but i'm gonna just compare it. i'm just gonna give y'all some numbers okay so okay so for example i have a wells fargo account that is point zero one percent and i have a i have an american express savings account that was one point zero percent now now that american express is now at four point zero percent so now it's four times more interest being accrued than than it was before but let's just i'm just going to tell you this at the time that i made this post my wells fargo and my american express savings account had the exact same amount of money and over the course of one year i earned 97 cents at wells fargo and I earned $34 at American Express. Now, that might not sound like a lot of money, but if you're going to have your money sitting somewhere, at least maximize the opportunity to get some extra cash. 30, that's enough money to fill up my gas tank, truth be told. So if somebody yeah. just walked up to you at the gas pump and was like, this one's on me, look at it that way. It's the same concept. <laughs> now, the cool thing about high-yield savings accounts is the interest rates that you gain are based on the economy. I think the lowest interest rate I ever had on my high-yield savings account was 0.45%, which is still significantly higher than my fixed Wells Fargo interest rate. Right now, I'm at 4.0, so we went from half of a percent to 4% interest, okay? And now, at, let me, I'm a, oh, God. No, because some of y'all might be good at math. I have made a lot of money on my high-yield savings account. I have had enough money that I probably didn't have to pay for gas at all like the whole last year, yeah. for real. Okay. So all I'm saying... If y'all are going to have money sitting somewhere, please, 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 please look into high yield savings accounts. Again, I'm with American Express. There's Ally Financial. You got some with Goldman Sachs. You've got, there's a lot of, you can literally Google it. There's no, there's no tricks to it. It literally is the only caveat to a high, to a high yield savings account or these type of high yield savings account is there is no physical bank. There is no physical card. So if you need to access that money, you will need to transfer it. But if you have a goal of just saving money for an emergency, please, y'all, please put it in a high-yield savings account. I still have money in my regular savings at Wells Fargo that is not accruing much money, but I have significantly more in my high-yield savings account because I know for a fact that I don't have any intention on touching that money anytime soon. And when I do, it's literally a transfer away. 
Yeah. Please. I actually put the link to my high yield savings account in the episode notes. You don't, you do not have to use the bank that I'm with. I'm just telling y'all because it is some free money. I I don't care if it's $20 for the whole 2023. That's $20 that you found on the ground just by existing versus 20 cents that you would get that won't even, that's the, that's the change you will walk right over. Uh, I appreciate stuff like that um, because uh, you put me onto the target circle. So, Ooh, like, yeah, baby, like last I got down with that. I'm not like before I'm well, before I moved here, I lived literally behind the target or in front of a target. So, I was go to, I would go to Target a lot. I spent a lot of money at Target. And so, once I used that um, target circle, I remember one day I went to Target and I had $30 in free money. One point I was saving up for a free TV. I mean, it was it was accumulating that fast. Yeah, I had like thirty thirty five dollars, and I'm like, that's a lot of money at Target. Like even last night I went to Target, um, and my my stuff came up to like twenty six dollars, and my little Target circle I had ten dollars in there. And so what's crazy? And then you. Target Circle is literally how credit card points work. It's the same thing. And in Target Circle, you only get 1% back. You can get 5, 6, 10% sometimes on a credit card. But Target yeah. and then Target Circle is always having promotions like 10 to, like you get so much cash back for buying this. I, I always go, I be clicking the little discounts and don't even use them. I just be, but it literally works just like a, a cash back credit card. I do recommend y'all joining that too. Now, my situation, and if you can help it, get you a Target Red debit card. It works just like their credit card because you get five percent off of every purchase, mm. which is the more than any of my credit cards can offer me. So I let that come out of my check. That's the only that's the only place I shop at with a debit card. Y'all, I ain't gonna lie. I know this is off topic, but I like hanging out and I like doing stuff. But I really hate the fact that in LA, in order for people, in order for you to meet people. Like it's very old school, and I think that that's that's taking me out of my comfort zone because when I'm going out in Atlanta, I'm going out with my friends, and more than likely they got a section. We chilling, we relaxing. I know that's out right. Here, and they be fighting. Yeah, and see <laughs> out here, it's not like that. It's not giving like section and all that. So I mean, some clubs are, but even still, it's giving. They they call it general population. I don't even like that. That made me sound like like people are aliens. Like. Oh, I'm in general population. Like that sounds so weird to me. But out here, it's very old fashioned in that sense because you literally have to go out to meet people. And these people really be they come to people come to LA for a reason. Like people don't just live here. You have to live here and do something because it's expensive. And people come out here for a specific reason, and we pretty much all work in the same industry. So, of course, you're going to go to a party, meet somebody they work for, a certain record label, their project manager. They started working with three new artists, just got signed to a label. They need a makeup artist, and now you just got put on to three new people, and you're getting thousands thousands of dollars. It just works like that. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Like a, you know what I'm saying? So anytime somebody invites me to things, like when, I first started move, when I first moved here, I would be like, girl, I ain't going, I ain't going, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. But lately, I want to say in the past, like, three months, three or four months, I've been just going. And it has been very beneficial. Like, I've met just, for, you know, people to meet in general, just, like, from social media um, <clears throat> or whatever. And then I just meet people who I could work with as well. And they can, like, help me with certain things that I don't know. So it's beneficial. 
But I be tired. I feel like I'm weird around people if I'm not drinking and I don't be wanting to drink. Especially like during the middle of the week. I don't like drinking. Especially Maybe since this is I got how people in the industry develop habits because it's like you don't even want to do that. But it's like in your face all the time. I don't want to drink. Like yeah. I don't even like I just but I, I know that I'm gonna be so awkward and unapproachable if I don't drink. Mm, I'm sorry. Like if I don't drink, I'm gonna be sitting there just like do you, when you drink in you my drink. phone. Yeah. What? Is it to get drunk? Like, how do you feel when you start drinking? No, I don't drink. So, first of all, I have to relearn my tolerance because I lost 40 pounds and the liquor let me know a child. <laughs> so, before, since I was bigger, I could handle more liquor. And now I can't. But my brain is still in the old body. So Yeah, so because you, you, you allow yourself to keep drinking because you think you can handle it. Next thing you know, you yeah, then I'll be and It don't even be the next day. it be the next hour. I got to go home. I can't be in the mode. I'm too drunk. Like, I literally, I can feel myself when it's starting to go left, and I will go home. Because drive, I don't... You drive home. Yeah. Oh. Before it kick in. Do that count? No. Yes. Don't drink and drive, people. It's still under the influence. That is very true. But... Jesus Christ. I don't... I, I do won't. not endorse this this conversation. Okay. Golly. People do worse. Tory Lane shot a gun. Anywho. This is not... This is not respectability politics. A sin is a sin on the guy's eyes. Y'all be fornicating before marriage, so stop talking to me. No. Anyway. My name Mary. I bet. Anywho. Who breathe your Mary? I just, I don't, I got to le- relearn my tolerance. Yeah. Like, I can't have more than two shots. Oh, child, I can't even smell a shot. So, I'm, it, but before I could do like seven. You drink So, just imagine me thinking that I could do seven shots now, and I can't. You drink And then I do the seven shots. Shot. Huh? You do raw shots? Yeah, because it's more healthier. Like I don't want all that sugar and stuff. Like I, I will get a drink, but I don't be you wanting a skinny, out of it. a skinny martini. I'm just playing. I don't know. I don't know about none of the that. girls out here. So every LA is just so LA. Like it's literally textbook LA. Um, so the current like popular drink right now is an espresso martini. That's what the girls drink. I ain't never that had one. That would send me to the bathroom. That's what I be thinking. I'm like, I'm. I don't know about that y'all, but coffee. coffee. Now that's the real booboo tea. For me. Yeah. Um coffee is definitely a natural um laxative. Uh not it's not even a laxative, it's just it it's like it regulates your bowels. Maybe that's why okay, cool. That brings me back to the conversation at the beginning of the podcast. I think that's what it is. So coffee does like regulate. Do you still drink coffee all the time? Not all the time. I had some today. It was my first cup in in a few weeks because I just I don't even drink it for energy. It doesn't do anything for me. I just do it because it curves my appetite. I think I'm going to start back. But I drank tea. I'm drinking tea right now. Coffee is so. very low in calories. You can have a whole cup. It's like five calories. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of people out here are coffee drinkers, too. Like, that's a thing. But the espresso martini is like that girl out here. It's tequila in there, Bailey's, coffee, Ew, all type of stuff, not, creamer. I don't imagine liquor in my frappuccino. Jesus Christ. Me either, child. I, don't, I ain't really with it. Oh, that's liquor. <laughs> all right so what you got going on coming up what you got planned do you have anything you'd like to accomplish this year oh so i gotta get this youtube going i need something Child, i'm gonna play every end of the year episode of od podcast 
And you you gonna say that? Okay, sorry. I have to sorry. like I be, I really have to. I have I think Atlanta. I was okay with just doing makeup, but here I need something else. Yeah. Like I need some. I need a few things. So that's definitely on the list. I'm. I gotta get it started. I've been watching. What is it like, gonna take for you to just do it? Because you've been wanting to do this for a, a camera. So when are you gonna get a camera? When I get the money for it. Okay. What was the reason before? I kept losing the damn camera. Okay. I bought like three cameras and they all gone. One of them got stolen out of my car from valet. One of them I left in an Uber in Texas. And the. Do you have renters insurance? Yeah, but do that work if it's not in your house? Yeah, it's I, if I'm not mistaken, because it's it's like homeowners because even my homeowners insurance, if something was like lost, it, I think it because my my property, I could be wrong. Don't listen to me, but I know that if yeah, my I think car it was has like, to be from your like in order for it to work, somebody yeah, would have, to, be would have had right. to break. They had to break in my car in at home. Like okay. I had to no, be at home. Right? No, you don't have to be at home, but it does have to be your property. Um, yeah, so okay. and the other one I lost in an Uber, so it's like I can't. I don't okay, know. So well, that's the only thing. They're so expensive. Like those are like seven hundred dollar cameras. Maybe like Klarna or something. Yeah, maybe a firm. I'll probably I'm a, or I could just finance it through Best Buy. I've been saying I was gonna do that. Um, if you're gonna finance it, get a really good credit card with some great points that you can use in the long term. I wouldn't just use Best Buy because they tend to have higher interest rates, and there's no real benefits of having a Best Buy card once you pay out the item you bought. Be humble, but um, I've been watching Diara all weekend, all, all uh, today, even before. Our fire, but she's starting to bore me. I actually unsubscribed from her channel last week. I just was not entertained. I like her approach to YouTube. Yeah. I think that I, I I think that she has like a very authentic um, YouTube channel, and I love the fact that she just be so excited about everything. Her. Oh, I'm gonna sound like a hater, but when she be acting excited, it be seeming fake to me. But you know, I think everybody lying, everybody fake, everybody lying. <laughs> now I do be getting mad at her because she can't possibly think everything that she eat be good. Everything oh my she god, that's so funny because I say I'm like, girl, she be eating, she, she be, be eating stuff. And I'll be, be looking out for her plain food. I'm like, baby, I don't roll business class too. And now, don't get me wrong, it's good as far as the quality, but would not order it again. I mean, not. It just don't slap for real. It's it's plain food. She be getting like crazy stuff sometimes. She be she be like, mm, it's it was so too good. good. <laughs> I'm like, now, Diara. Ah, that's but, so funny. Even when she was in London, I'm like, I heard the food wasn't even good, but you over there having a ball. But she is greedy though. Not that's not in a shady way. She loves food, so yeah, she loves food. Um, yeah, so I, that, I started I started getting really bored. I I um I really started watching her Diara, her and Kent in like 2021. So I really drew oh, yeah. in the end. So when they split, I did like her vlogs at first, but I, I lost interest. That's no shade of her. I think she, I'm really happy for her, her success and everything, but it's just not for me. I like her and I like, um, it's a couple, Rakis and Amai, and they live out here. They're from New York. They're from upstate New York, but they live in LA. And um, I like them. They're young, but they have like a very wholesome channel. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's very authentic and, I just like their videos. I, I I look for like inspiration. Like, what the hell yeah. would I make videos about? It's funny you so said that's what I'm doing actually, right now. The algo- hmm? that, so that's what I'm doing now. Just kind of doing like my research, uh, or whatever. But everything that I want to do this year, just business stuff. It's not really nothing too much. I do want a new car. Um, I do want to travel more uh, to different places. I just don't know where though, because I've been to pretty much every country except Asia. And South America, continent. for real. 
there we go. Get me right. Been to every continent except Asia and, and Antarctica and Australia. I'm not going to Australia. Well, you said every continent. Australia's a continent. I'm not going there though. That's off. I don't think. I don't. I actually, you know, what's crazy. I actually been considering going to Iceland. Please go. Please. I want to go. Please. 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 You know, I'm an Icelander. I want to go. But if I go, I'm going to make a real ghetto like Gucci Man. Oh, he was at a private. Uh, I don't know where he was at. He wasn't at the regular lagoon, though. Yeah, that was private. Oh, the yeah. boy grew up in the Blue Lagoon. I went yeah. right after he made that video, but I was already, I had already booked. I'm, um, this year, oh, I'm sorry. I just, I'm getting so excited. No, I don't really have nothing. I, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like put too much pressure on me this year. I just honestly just want to be more consistent and follow through with my stuff, like small stuff, like creating routines daily, like to keep my apartment neat and tidy. Cause mm-hmm. sometimes I just get up and just go take a shower and just go out the door. So just getting up in enough time. Uh, getting up in enough time to like straighten up my room so I won't have to come home to a dirty room or and my room don't even be dirty. I don't eat in my room or nothing like that. I'll probably eat some chips or some candy, but I don't eat in my room. So it's always clothes every time. Clothes and dust. I'm tired of dust. I'm tired of mopping. I'm tired. I'm tired of laundry. I'm tired. I love so I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I really need to. Um, I need somebody to dust my apartment and my that's it. But now the dusting is annoying because if you got natural sunlight, you got dust after two days. Like you can write a whole book. Yeah. So I don't know. I just need to, I don't know. I just need to build more like consistent routines that help me daily. That's all. It's like little stuff like that. It's not, you know, and I feel like that alone will help me in um, my procrastination and stop putting stuff off to do like this YouTube thing that I've been trying to do for five yeah, years. Yeah, you should absolutely. I agree. Okay, yeah. I, You know, I'm my middle name is Routine, and I will say it definitely makes life a lot easier. It give, it perfects your memory, and it builds your skill set. Like, you just really can be in control of a lot of things. Now, when things don't go the way the routine intended, you might be a little irritated, but it's a lot better than just doing stuff on the fly. Trust me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This year, mm-hmm. I pray to God I buy a house. I have to. I have to get up out of this condo. There's some things that have been happening that um, are starting to irritate me. And when I get uncomfortable physically, I got to move on. Just like when I um, I always talk about before I ever bought my first car. Now, y'all, I grew up riding public transportation. I was riding Marty everywhere. That was just how I got around. We did not have a car growing up, but it got to a certain point. I don't know how old I was. Maybe I was like 21, 22 maybe like 23 at the oldest, but I would get really irritated about riding Marty. Like it just did not feel good. And that's what pushed me to get a car. I had to do it. I could. And I think it's because I had gotten my license at this point. So I'm like, I'm always ready to move to that next stage. And in my mind, I'm like, Alicia, you have the credentials. You need to make some shake. And I had to do it. That's how I'm starting to feel about my home. I love my condo. I say this all the time. I genuinely do love it. But there are so many other things that I want that I am able to access now that my mind is not allowing me to be comfortable with not having. So I just got to move on and get me a house. I pray to God that on top of that, I can buy me uh, another another investment property. I prefer like a duplex or even an apartment building if I can afford it. Um, but I got to I got to get that under my belt this year. Everything else is pretty good. I'm getting um, more comfortable at work. Maybe I'll go to grad school. Probably not. 
but maybe who knows but um definitely got to get a house this year definitely got to get a house this year jesus yeah. christ yeah i want to but la is i don't know uh, I'm, I, that's that's. The, I think it's fair uh, to expect to own a house in California if you're in any of the big cities. Yeah, I I just let it go. That thought for now, like until LC. I'm able to make it. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna let it go for now. Yeah, ain't no pre- Listen, you got a good situation going on. Do not um decide. The South is completely different, where a lot of people own homes. <laughs> yeah. It's much more of a thing. I get it. Yeah, but I I need I need a backyard. From I really so one of the reasons why I like my condos because we have a parking lot, not a parking deck, and not a side spots. Because I like to I like convenience, and when people come over, I don't want them to be like, oh, like in my when my townhouse. Remember how short my driveway was, and it was a one car garage, and you couldn't park on a curb. It irritated me, and I'm like, I got this big old three story townhouse with four four rooms. And I can't even have, we only got to know where to park all the cars. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just, I have to, and I, it needs to be in the area I want it to be in. I need, I, let me just tell y'all what I want. I want, I prefer a brick home, which, I, you know, it's not a requirement because I know how hard those are to come by, especially in Atlanta. I want a brick home with a two-car garage, at least 1,600 square feet. I prefer two stories, but I'll take a ranch style home. I want a nice size backyard, at least 0.35 acres for my dog to run around. I can have a decent front yard. Um, I want big windows, nice, bright in direction of uh, direction of the sun. I don't know, east, west, north, whatever one gets you the nice natural sunlight. Um, I want to be on a residential street close to 285. And I want um I want it to be modern, modern updated with light wood floors not panels i want original hardwood floors thank mm. you um can i just say that i'll be thinking that um brick houses be having roaches i think that there's no way to get the roaches out of brick homes i don't know <laughs> if it's the old home i feel like you can fumigate it. okay and and there's no roaches in there somebody in your building got them no i'm talking Man, about my, my other house Oh, I'm just saying, I feel like the roaches just live in bricks. I don't know what it is about brick brick places. I don't like your energy. I feel like when I walk into a place, no matter if it's remodeled or something, I'm going to tell, because I'm really from the hood. Now, we didn't have roaches per se, so that's how I'm able to decipher to to decipher what roach, a roach home smell like, <laughs> opposed to a regular one. Now... They be trying to do these remodel homes in Atlanta and all these other different cities. And let me tell you what I do. I go straight to that dishwasher. Because you're going to always smell the roach. Them little, them little, no, take the stove out. Take the stove out and take the dishwasher out. But and you, Let me tell you something. I know when the house had. They, I, it might, like, when, cut the dishwasher on and you will smell it. It yeah. come, oh, it come out of the steam. We had the roaches, baby. They I'm like, bro, roaches. this house used to have roaches. And I probably ain't never seen the roach, but... I just know that the roach was here. At well, I have, you know, that neither of my addresses have roaches, okay? I feel it. And I utilize exterminators regularly, even because we get water bugs out here in the South. And that's yeah. one of them things. It was a point, I remember when I first had my place exterminated, every single day there would be a new dead water bug in the same spot every day. It's like that's when the poison <laughs> activated. <laughs> my, um, my, the house I lived in, in uh, on the east side, had water bugs because we were by a lake 
Oh yeah, oh you get water bugs and mosquitoes and termites maybe. The mosquitoes were so bad during Ooh, the summer. Electron is so nice too, but mm-mm. yeah, we were by lake and that lake was so nice, but um, yeah, the we could never get rid of the water bugs because of that. And we well, I basically summer. live in the woods. We got coyotes, owls, water bugs, foxes. This why I be wanting to stay in an apartment for a long time. Just give me a high rise condo and let me. Yeah, live it's lower it. maintenance like that. It's it's Very actually and I don't I don't remember seeing roaches crawl to no thirty second floor of a building. <laughs> well, yeah, um, it's not, if the person on the thirty first floor got them, <laughs> how they they brought them into themselves? They planted them there. They said that there's no way that they got up here. How no, I get up there's here? There's definitely a sense of convenience having a condo, but I'm I'm I don't had a condo since twenty seventeen. I'm. I'm ready. I mean, at this point, I don't bought a house. I just don't live in it. So it's like, I might as well get my own. That's true. So I'm ready for it. I'm my dog um, and my new second dog. I'm just, <laughs> I decided not to get the second dog. I do still want it, but not in this condo. So you tripping. I actually been considering a pet recently. Um, you try to talk me out of getting one. That's crazy. I, I want a lizard. Oh my gosh! I want a cat I watch, and a rabbit. I follow a lot of like, um, I follow a lot of reptile pages, just because I really do want a lizard. But um, I watch a lot of snake videos and just how you feed them and how you feed lizards, how you take care of them, like what, like I'm looking at one right now and this guy's feeding snakes these huge ass rats. These things are bigger than guinea pigs. Absolutely and not. And that's insane. He has so many. Ah! It fell out. I'm sorry. But yeah, I'd be, I'd, I'd literally just watch all this stuff. And now I want one. I just know that I can't. They had a, a reptile festival in Atlanta before I moved. I was so mad I didn't go. But I was going to go and just kind of like, you know, ask questions about it. How do I go about buying it? And, you know, what do I feed it? I have to buy like heated lamps for the for the lizard it's so much stuff so i i really want to get one though but i'm not i did want a chameleon but they die so they so fragile so i'm not gonna get it. i'm just get a beard drag. yeah it's traumatizing losing a pet trust me well i definitely want a second dog for hazel to have a playmate she has a lot of energy that she isn't always able to get out 24 7 and i think that having a playmate will allow her to just play 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 and i had the opportunity to get a dog this thursday but in re- i just had to, as bad as i want to do it i just the puppy phase is a lot. It's extremely expensive and it's a lot. It's very time consuming. And I, while I have several neighbors with two and some three dogs, I just don't see how that's, even though I have a big condo, it's really big. Yeah. I, I need a yard. I need an outside. Yeah, you definitely got the space for it, but I feel you on that because that's a lot. That's a lot of responsibility. And then on top of that, you work full time. From so home. That'd be my thing. Yeah, from home. It's distracting. So, I mean, you- it, was, it was really tough. Um, working from home with Hayes when she was a puppy because she was crying and I was crate training her. It just was a lot. So if I had a bigger home with another room that I can kind of like work away from it so it could be a little bit more quiet and then have a backyard where they can run, pee, poo, play, do all that good stuff and really get their energy out because there is somebody in the condo below me and I always have to be considerate when Hazel is like playing and stuff because I don't want to be disruptive. But I'll circle back. I, I definitely will get a second dog. It's just not right now. So. Mm. All right, let's wrap this thing up. Somebody send me some money for a camera. I'm sorry to go find me. Oh, brother. I'm sure you got camera money. You're just trying to be cheap. 
I got other stuff to take care of. I'm gonna probably keep it. I'm gonna probably just wait till my taxes and just buy it. Oh, child. I'm just tired of. I, I'm. I mean, I. I love stuff like Klarna and all the other stuff, but realistically, like, I hate having extra bills. I'd rather I just feel, pay it out. I used, I used one it. time on that Gucci belt, and I just did it just because. And I was yeah. If I get some designer stuff, I definitely use Klarna all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like, I really do. I'm most of my Rick Owens Klarna. I ain't afraid to say it. Cause get what? I paid for it at the end of the day. Still, with my money down with the work for. I just don't want to give it all up at one time. All right, y'all. It's been another episode of OD Podcast. Uh, how at your girl. How at your twirl, and it's a chicken salad. <laughs> superior all right y'all bye bye i low-key want